0: Hello friends and welcome to Untorn Radio, the podcast that is coming to you live from Studio 14B, otherwise known as my living room. I am Jay Trainer where we are broadcasting life and broadcasting love. We have been in the middle of this series called Running. Making sure that our lives are being filled with purpose, on purpose, being intentional with our many efforts that we have out there. We are uh, not only broadcasting live on the on the website of untorn.net, if you're listening in. On that side of things, you are also watching live over on Facebook, and it's, it's good to be with you guys. We have been journeying through the book of Philippians and uh, checking out the different aspects of how Paul writes in his letter to the Philippians and how that lines up with where we are at in our lives, and also specifically along the lines of what it means to relate our efforts dive in with the different aspects of running this crazy race of life and what paul writes in his letter to the Philippians, and things of that nature um just giving you a quick update where things are at on our end uh, um we recently had a a car breakdown on uh, interstate 90 uh right near our exit and um that definitely threw us for a loop, and so my brain is still kind of working through that. That happened just just recently; it happened a couple of days ago. And uh, as we are going through the planning stages of some of the next steps with infusion and and this podcast and the different ministry efforts that we have going on out there, I just have to tell you that, again, my friends, I'm I'm flustered. I'm just in a spot where um, just kind of very vulnerable, very open, very. Um, very uh, soft-hearted to what God has. And um, again, I'm just wanting to make sure that the efforts that I'm uh, engaged with are going towards kingdom purposes. So with that being said, tonight we're looking at what it means to be equipped. Our efforts ultimately leading us to be equipped for the kingdom work that God has for us to be about. With that being said, uh, let me pray and then we we are going to dive into Philippians chapter 2, continuing in our study of the book of Philippians, relating it to life, connecting it to our efforts, and what Paul is writing in his letter, also making sure that it is a worthwhile, a worthwhile endeavor that the Philippians are engaged with as well. That being said, let me pray with you as we dive into God's holy, amazing, and incredible word. Let's pray together. God, thank you for the chance and the opportunity to read your word. Pray, Lord, that as we uh, hear it, as we read it, that it would illuminate, that it would light up all the different aspects of our lives. Uh, From the deepest, darkest secrets that we don't even realize that we have stored up uh, to the most surface level spots of where we are at. God, would you um, allow this time to be life-giving, where we are uh, broadcasting life, broadcasting love, where we are sharing your agape, your unconditional love for where we are at, and making sure that our efforts align with what you desire, God. Thank you, Lord. May this not just be another podcast just to do the podcast thing, but may this be a time where you are honored and glorified. Pray this in your name, Amen. All right, my friends. Well, welcome. Uh, let's read God's word. This is Philippians chapter two, verses twelve through uh, verse eighteen. This is a reading of the word of the Lord. Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, so now not only as in my presence but much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear. <clears throat> Even if I am to be poured out as a drink offering upon the sacrificial offering of your faith, I am glad and rejoice with you all. Likewise, you also should be glad and rejoice with me. Now listen, there are a few things I want to point out. There are a few things that I think uh, really relate to our efforts at running, being busy, being active in life, and being very intentional with desiring to be equipped for God's work. First of all, the whole idea is we have to remember back in the book of Matthew, uh, where the Lord instructs us, Jesus instructs us how to pray. We need to remember to pray, Lord, your will be done, your desires to come through my life and in my life. Lord, show me what it is that you want my life to be about. Show me your plans. And it's important to stay plugged into that facet, that reality. And, and so when it relates to this passage, when it comes under this whole idea of, of remembering that, that our efforts uh, need to be plugged into God's reality, we have to remember that faith is not inherited. And we see this in, in, in verse 12 where the context going into this passage is Paul is absent um, and he tells the Philippians to work out your faith, to keep pressing on, wrestle, wrestling is good. Uh, between you and God, it's a good thing. Uh, Don't allow faith to be dependent upon another human relationship. And I look back in my life and I wonder how often my walk was dependent upon something else or someone else instead of being plugged into what Jesus wants me to be about. How often is your faith an inherited faith, how often is my faith, an inherited faith or faith that is plugged into or dependent upon someone or something else. Now, I'm not saying that we shouldn't um, lean into the bride of Christ and lean into the community of faith that is ultimately out there. But if your faith is ultimately and your relationship with God through Jesus Christ is dependent upon Jesus and someone else or something else, you are missing the whole point of what Paul is addressing here. Verse 12 and verse 13 and kind of get into this whole idea of understanding that your faith is not something that can be inherited. Your faith is something that you must ultimately possess between you and the Lord and wrestle with that. Work that out. So that when different heroes of the faith or people that you look up to, if they falter, if they falter or if they're absent, your faith may not waver. I'm called to have a faith, and you are called to have a faith that is growing. Excuse me for that, uh growing and growing in depth and growing in 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 width, and if we are only growing through uh ministry measurables or numbers only, then we're truly missing the whole idea of what it means to grow in the faith. Is your faith growing even when the ministry's not there? Hmm. That's a challenge for me as i as I work walk through. And work in ministry. It's something of a dynamic that I have to wrestle with and work through. So when it comes to this whole idea of running and effort. And my engagement with the gospel. I have to remember that my engagement with God and his work. Is not ultimately meant to be something that is dependent upon. uh, Something that is dependent upon. Um. The, the amount of gigs that I have coming up, filling up the schedule. Jesus cares for me. Jesus cares for you. and He cares for me right where I'm at. and He cares for you right where you're at. And it's important to remember that ideal. It's important to remember that reality. So faith isn't inherited. Faith is not needing to be dependent upon someone else other than Jesus Christ alone and your relationship with him. Verse 13 talks about how God does the work. We respond to it. We say, yes, God, come on in. And it's a response that continues by our life example, by ultimately walking in obedience, walking to in in the call of God and expressing that reality of what that looks like in each and everyday life. Now, if I want to live in rebellion to what I'm called to, then... That's fine. I guess I'm allowed to do that. But what's the benefit of that? It's not going to get me anywhere fast. In fact, more and more of my effort is going to be geared towards uh, my own desires, my own uh, agenda, instead of what it is that God would have uh, for and in my life and the work that he wants me to be about, the work that God wants me to, to do, the plans that he has for me. I wonder how often in life, again, I, I've shared this in previous broadcast with this series. I wonder how often in my life I've just wasted time. You know, maybe it's been something short term that's been beneficial, but in the long run, has it been worth it? So God does the work. We have to respond to it. Just kind of yield, submit, say, Hey, I give up. I'm done. God, you do the work. I can't do it. You do it. Yes, God. We respond to those God moments by walking in obedience. It's not just lip service by saying, okay, God, yes, God. It's followed by a life example, a living example of wanting to be different. And only he, only the Lord can set that up in the first place verses 14 and 15 of Philippians chapter 2 talk about this whole idea of being equipped. Being equipped as a child of the one true king being equipped as as God's kid without spot or blemish in the midst of a messed up crazy world. Basically what I think Paul is getting at with verses 14 and 15 is you and I are called to be countercultural. And we we are equipped to be countercultural as well. It's not just some sort of dangling a carrot in front of us that says, "Come here, you can get it, you can get it." <laughs> nope, and and yank it away. Guys and ladies, this is ultimately about being equipped because he enables us to be equipped. And so our efforts in our running, our efforts in the the struggle and the wrestling of life ultimately is is meant to equip us in such a way where we are without spot we are without blemish we are without sin which is pretty crazy this messed up world intentional sin I don't want to live in that reality and this call is also sustainable as we we find in verse 16 it's it's this whole sustainability that takes place holding fast to the word of life being plugged into his reality so that in the day of Christ I may be proud that I did not run in vain or labor in vain. That is a long-term outlook on this whole idea of growth and effort being for a pointed goal, not just in the short term, but in the long-term nature of things. We're looking at sustainability, long-term nature of laboring for the whole idea of, of the nature of enduring, the nature of laboring, the nature of enduring, being plugged into The reality that we are not uh, laboring in vain. nothing's done in vain. There are goals and spiritual disciplines that are out there that need to be practiced for sustainability. You know, the one thing I, I love about God, the one thing I love about Jesus is, He says, come as you are. Get plugged into my reality just right where you're at. You may not have it all figured out. That's fine. That's well and good. But as you come, get ready to be radically transformed and not the same person. I don't want to be the same person that I was yesterday. I don't want to be the same person uh, tomorrow that I am today. I want to grow. I want to mature. I want my relationships to to deepen and, and grow out. I want the root the roots, the foundations of my life to be anchored in something deep and something rich. I want sustainability. I don't just want to uh, have something that you throw on a fire like, like gasoline and just kind of quickly flash and then peter out so quick. As I am to be poured out, verse 17 talks about. Paul's writing I am to be poured out. Talk about go, go, go. Run, run, run. Busy, busy, busy. You ever feel like that? You ever just feel like you're pulled in so many different directions? You don't know which way is up anymore? That's one thing for people that have tragedy and uh, difficulty in life and, and they have to endure hardship and different seasons. And it's another thing when we bring it upon ourselves simply through the choices that we make in life. And I have to look back at the last couple months and just kind of ask that question. Is the busyness that I feel, is the uh, crazy uh, wrestling that I feel this tug of war internally, is this something I brought on myself and the answer probably yes to that. I have to own that reality. I'm living it right now. Paul writes here in verse 17 of Philippians chapter 2, I'm being poured out. I feel like that is where I'm at. Just being poured out at the end of things. Go, go, go. Run, run, run. Busy, busy, busy. It's like life is so demanding. And I, I volunteered for some of it. I opened myself up for some of it. And maybe some of you are, are watching this or listening to this, and you can relate to that reality where you have opened up voluntarily and said, you know what, I brought this on myself. Well, the good thing is, my friends, is that there's peace that passes all understanding, and it's found in the person of Jesus. Paul writes here being poured out as a drink, off, or a drink offering, specifically especially a special offering of your faith, meaning meaning simply this, Paul works hard to want to see the Philippians grow in the faith. And so as they surrender, as they walk in that reality of newness of life, Paul is praising God and and saying, thank you, God, for allowing his life to be meaningful and impactful. Not only is it sustainable in the long term, but then the nature of it is is that right there, right now, uh, he is actually seeing fruit of his labor. I think about the end of my camp season. I you know I do a lot of camps, and uh, when I have the chance to breathe and rest between seasons of life, it's nice to stop and slow down and really breathe and give God thanks not even realize how poured out I am (laughs) but Paul is poured out for the right things which kind of begs the question am I poured out over the right things are you poured out over the right things verse 18 likewise you also should be glad and rejoice with me Paul's talking here about it being worth it. How's it worth it? What's the evidence of it being worth it? Because there's rejoicing taking place. There's praise that's happening, being glad with it. There's there's unity and understanding that the efforts and that the results that are transpiring are are being sustainable for growth in Jesus' name. That's awesome. You have this church in in Philippi the. The Philippians that Paul is addressing, they're growing in the faith and what they're doing is, is they're coming together in unity. I think today's church could learn something about unity from the early church. We could learn about what it means to connect, to grow, to, to encourage one another in the faith. To hold each other up, to be one another's armor bearers and and to fight the good fight with one another. Instead, oftentimes, we kind of have this James mentality. James, I believe, chapter 2 or chapter 3. I believe it's chapter 2. talks about how if you have a faith that uh, has no, no action to it. No, no feet to your faith, so to speak. If you don't have action to your faith, then that type of faith is dead. And here... Paul is addressing, hey Philippians wake up, keep growing keep going, it's worth it you're going to be equipped, you're going to be equipped against sin against temptation, you're going to be equipped for the long haul you're going to be equipped to equip others and you're going to grow in Jesus name as a result of it and we are going to be united for it, that's awesome and yet how often are we focused on things that divide us instead of focusing on things that bring unity in the faith. So my friends, the title of this session is called running to be equipped. And there are three things that I believe that we are called to be equipped for. First one's this. We are equipped to be countercultural. My life is not meant to look the same as what it once did as a person who is walking in the transformation and the redemption of God through the blood of Jesus Christ. My my life should look different. My life should look countercultural. Your life should look countercultural if you call on the name that is above every name. And if it's not countercultural yet, then you should be aiming towards that. Not just to be countercultural for countercultural's sake but to be countercultural in that Jesus is the one that makes you countercultural as you follow him that's just the reality of it your life will not be the same it will go against what culture stands for and you know what there will be people in culture that don't like the fact that you are different uh, that you're living life with purpose on purpose and that the efforts that you are uh, attaining to in life the the efforts that you are wanting in life That you are living for in in the description of your life. People aren't going to like what you're living for. Flat out. Just saying it like it is. Cut to the brass tacks. Here you go. Bottom line. Also guys and ladies. We are equipped uh, in this passage to be sustainable for the long haul. The work of God in our lives. And as we respond to it and grow and walk in that obedience. That should not be a one-hit wonder. It shouldn't be just for a quick time and season. We shouldn't uh, flare up and sizzle out. We should keep growing in the faith and desiring more and more of what it is God has for our lives. So we are equipped to live and walk the sustainable fight. The third thing is we are equipped to pass it on. We are equipped to pass it on to others that need it to. And that, my friends, is tonight's Untorn. Run. Run to be equipped. Run to be equipped in the faith in such a way where sin is not appealing to you anymore. Where you respond daily by walking in the obedience that God has for you. Because you're designed for it. You are made for so much more. Than that reality. You are made to be holy as he is holy. You are made to grow in that reality. Not to be one that shrinks back. Fizzles out. Says see you later. Peace out. You are made to be one. Who is being plugged into. His reality. More and more. And as we continue to see the busyness that's out there. And be impacted by it. I don't think we are called to be necessarily against culture. Culture is not the enemy. The enemy is the enemy. But we are called to be transformed in the midst of the cultural effects that are out there. So be transformed. You're made for so much more than you could ever think, dream, fathom, or imagine. Well, thank you for tuning in uh, tonight to Untorn for being part of this. Again, it's an honor and a privilege. I love the fact that I get to do this every week from the comfort of my living room. I uh, hope and pray that you've enjoyed this time. God bless you, my friends. Thanks for tuning in. You've been listening to Untorn Radio uh, or the Untorn Podcast or Broadcast where we are broadcasting life and broadcasting love from Studio 14B. I'm Jay Trainer, saying so long for now. We'll see you next time right here on Untorn.net. He'll come.